Good afternoon, everyone. Um, I'm Rosemary Alford. Um, I am the project manager um, for Making Most of Masters Phase Two, which is the legacy phase. So this afternoon, um, just I wanted to give you um, a, a story to share with you around the success of Making Most of Masters. Um, and what is we think that has created um, a project that is a major collaboration across Scotland um, and the methodology that supports that and some of the lessons that we've actually learned from it. As I say, Making Most of Masters is a methodology around work-based projects credit-rating work-based projects as an alternative to the traditional master's-level dissertation. Initially, um, the project came out of um, the Scottish Government's Learning to Work Employability Strategy. From that, there were a number of student um, projects, of which we have um, different partners actually in the room who manage different elements of Learning to Work, and Learning to Work too. And making the most of Masters was the postgraduate in focus around work-based projects. And it's been running since 2010 um, to um, 2017. And it's won the award, the Times Higher Ed Award in 2013 for the Outstanding Employee Engagement Activity. And that, in fact, enhanced um, the work that we were doing and encouraged further um, buy-in to it. Triple M, making most of masters, it's a work-related activity. It enhances the postgraduate taught student experience. And moreover, it also enhances university business collaboration because of the nature of the work that goes on between the triumphant of the academic supervisor, the academic student, and the employer organisation. Um, and in Scotland, we look towards working primarily with SMEs, but not exclusively, and we reflect what our local market conditions actually are. It enhances um, recruitment opportunities for students in that um, employers get to see what the master's students and the skills base that's coming out of Scottish universities is, and also to give the students an experience around the work readiness of it. Um, of actually working, of enjoying, of joining the um, the workplace. What and more of that later, um, because it's not only solely around work readiness that has evolved. I'll talk about that. And it provides academics with a fresh insight into the area of business. So it's not mutually exclusive. It's not one way. It allows academics to understand the nature of the skill sets that's required from the employers. What it is not is a set of placement activities. Um, it is unpaid generally. It tends to be around 10 weeks, which students tend to do, um, again, but not exclusively over the summer <coughs> period. So to some of you, you'll be thinking, oh, we've heard this, this is not new, um, and it's not. But what it is, it's a bounded, articulated methodology that enables, enables us to have engagement with the students, with the employers, and with academics. And what we are, we are a strategic partnership. The original partnership comprised of three um, universities, universities of Edinburgh, Stirling, and Aberdeen. And the academic development um, was done by those institutions primarily 
Two years ago, we received continuation funding with the remit to engage and to build, um, uh, to take the project further, to take the work, to take the method further. We now have um, engagement with nine direct strategic partners, including um, uh, the, the Highlands and Islands um, Enterprise, which is a major enterprise agency for Scotland, and the Scottish Funding Council itself. In addition, we have other partners who use the Triple M methodology but are not part of the strategic partnership at this, this time. So that includes the University of Glasgow, um, it also includes um, University of the, well, West of Scotland is one of our partners, um, the SRUC, which is the Agricultural College. There are a number of examples where people will pick um, to use the, the methodology that we have and the toolkit. So, we're a relatively small project in terms of um, resource. However, it's been um, acknowledged that we actually deliver um, a significant amount of impact for the size of, actually of our project. In terms of um, some of the numbers we've delivered, and sourced over 2,000 work-based projects with employers, up to August 2017, and what we have is a, a toolkit, it's an open educational resource, so it's available to um, all um, colleagues here in your institutions, um, and we developed this year a revised website, and hopefully this will work, can I show you? So this is our, our no, don't do that, this is our website. This was actually designed and coded by one of our partners, so students at um, Edinburgh Napier University did the coding for this for us as part of a module for a master's level. And um, we actually um, had an intern through the University of Stirling who actually did all the content management for it. It doesn't match, is it not showing? Right, so, well, that's when the, the um, slides come through. You'll be able to check out the website. And in the toolkit, you'll see um, that it's organised by our stakeholders, by for the so the sections for the academics, how to manage for employers, what the benefits, what you get out, and for the students, how do you actually arrange your own work-based project with associated standardised documentation. So again, one of the benefits of Triple M in taking it and disseminating it in, on a national basis has actually been um, the toolkit and a standardised approach um, that we can actually take to doing that. So it brings together all the excellent practice that goes on in the in individual institutions but may sit within a particular discipline area and may have slightly different perspectives. So it also provides a way to have that conversation about work-based projects and the documentation um, as an open education resource can also then be customised to meet the needs of your institution and whichever um, school or faculty or discipline area that the work's actually been um, undertaken. One of the most important things we've actually done um, in terms of um, looking at um, impact is increasing the awareness of work-based projects. How we've actually done that, because it's part of our remit, we have produced publications. You have a sample of one on your desk, which is actually aimed at sort of employers. It's multiple case studies. I didn't have enough to give to every, one to everybody, but it's just to give you a flavour 
um, of what the, work, the work is. We do, um, we have our success stories in there. We've produced academic papers. The toolkit represents significant academic development across the partners. We hold stakeholder events and we have employer events as well. All umbrella branded as making the most of masters. So we get continuity of the message around postgraduate student experience across Scotland with the partners. And in terms of changing policy, we now see that our partners are including making most of masters within their strategic policy, whether that be for um, you know, um, marketing within the prospectus, um, or whether or not it be towards um, internal bids and strategy to gain future reporting back to funders and key stakeholders. Um, careers policies are reflecting making most of masters, and it's gained that brand recognition such that we get some traction in moving it forward. So increasingly what we're required to do to our funding is again in um, demonstrating its impact. And one of the things that the project manager, um, you'll probably not be able to read this, but what I do is we map, we, as a stakeholder group, we map what the impact is at the different levels across the organisation, at project, the curriculum and the institutional level. And these are underpinned, say, by um, academic um, papers, academic research from the different partners that we feed into it. Um, and we present, and our partners have presented at all the major conferences um, on a UK basis as well to support this. So some of you might be hearing the same of this again. <laughs> So what we're doing is also looking at some of the lessons for growth, not around about the project, but what sort of the major features for us is around alignment with the environmental context. What are the drivers, and for us they're economic drivers, they're drivers about addressing the skill shortage within Scotland as defined by um, Scottish Government and the UK Government, um, and we report um, on, on that. We assess, um, say, the impact of the employability initiative. Um, we are currently using, um, we have used external consultants, um, and there's a research organisation called Bigger Economics, who did our last evaluation for Learning to Work 2. We now have Bigger Economics producing our overall evaluation um, research as part of a work-based project itself. So we're getting sort of, it's going full circle, we're engaging with external stakeholders and we're getting them um, initially from looking to actually buy into the methodology and to perpetuate it. It's also very cost efficient and you can get your people to do things through your own projects. Building brand awareness and about underpinning with scholarly activity, producing papers and creating um, tools or um, learning objects that support what it is that we're saying. And this, what, just as a picture there, this is our board game which we've actually produced. It's a talking, um, it's a talking opportunity available for workshops <laughs> um, and this is for sharing and it's, it's the, the toolkits that we have and all the materials are available to all of our partners so in, you know, be honest, if you want further information and you want access to any of the materials, please contact. And what we're doing in terms of the success and growing in the project is really around really strong governance arrangements. 
it, somebody talked earlier about um, the win-win that's achieved through negotiation um, with the stakeholders. This is absolutely key because um, it's not just around putting everything together and it all works nicely and everybody plays nicely together. Behind there's you know there's proper project planning, there's governance arrangements, so there's an expectation of what the different partners have to do and what the buy-in is. And looking also at the lead there's some of the, the lessons, some of the other issues around the postgraduate employability. So Triple M is an employability project, it's a postgraduate project, but it's actually beyond that in that it's actually feeding back to inform the sector around the actual activity um, of um, in postgraduateness and about work readiness. One of the things uh, really about is around the nature of embeddedness. So if you ask how's employability in your institution, the mantra is well it's embedded. Okay? We all understand what that means. Okay? But what it does mean is that for um, within Triple M we've grown it from being the work readiness to actually consideration of other elements around uh, postgraduate employability, around work-based projects as enterprise, as entrepreneurship, and most recently we're having these conversations going on about work-based projects as enhancing research skills per se, rather than the work readiness skills. Um, so that's actually growing the usefulness of it and the conversations that you can actually have um, within your institutions and what we're actually having. And what is the role of work-based learning um, in research? You know, if your doctorates are coming, um, students are coming out because there's not academic jobs, they also need to be um, work-ready. If our master students are articulating to do um, doctorates or they're going out into the workplace, they not only have to be work-ready, they have to have their research skills, which is also a research gap. It's a skills gap, the ability to meet industrial needs. So we're looking to address that as well through the work-based projects um, and about developing programmes where we can match the needs of industry back into what our students are actually prepared for. And at the University of Stirling, we're doing some research um, around academic perceptions of work-based projects. And what we're finding is that um, academic supervisors who have um, undertaken supervision of work-based projects and traditional dissertations, that they are understanding that A, there is a difference, what work-based projects are, but also there's still work to be done around the language and terminology of employability. So it's the same issues which have come from undergraduate employability issues around use of terminology and understanding whose role it is about embedding it. And um, the same things coming at postgraduate as well. So there's lots of work to still to be done about um, the understanding and the CPD with academic and academic support staff for postgraduate and at master's levels about employability. And interestingly, you know, in, in terms of academic perceptions as well, um, we've got what are the role, where will work-based projects, work-based learning sit within the tech? And also where does it fit where we've got um, increased sort of um, focus and definitely in Scotland about funding and positions to support research. So where does master's work-based readiness and work-based projects sit with that 
and the academy and supporting um, our research students to be ready for research in industry. And finally, one of the major issues that I've got I have here is what um, something that's quite recent to me about reading about something called polarity management, and it helps to explain some of the elements around um, meeting expectations of stakeholders who are looking in a different perspective from different perspectives, and also including students. So, what is the individual student experience of undertaking an R situation, a work-based project? without being part of a master's cohort as part of a collective programme uh, that have, may have one specific approach towards doing, empl doing employability. Um, and that is contradictory, well initially it appears contradictory, and I'm not sure that there's one solution, but it's about creating an awareness um, that these are the challenges that face any project that you actually have where you have collaboration and the major success I would suggest around making most of masters is that we have the nine partners and traditionally that would look like representation from nine institutions and what we actually have is collaboration through agreed negotiated um, objectives and that creates a, a cultural awareness in which we can actually manage the project to get the outputs. So very different from where you bring um, different um, institutions together and they're all representing. And in Scotland we're a relatively small community and the same um, representative groups appear on the same sort of governance committees. And I think one of the changes we actually have is that we're able, and I think it's internally acknowledged, it's very gratifying the first time the board it was internally acknowledged that the different institutions were working together collaboratively and they saw that as a positive to actually engage further our stakeholders, which you would say is probably one of the major things that we're trying to do, you know, from part of university business collaboration, you know, trying to follow up on what Wilson recommendations are. And this directly um, links um, to AAA. Um, and sitting behind that, we have all the toolkits um, and all the actual academic robustness that supports um, discrete projects within universities. Thank you.